0: Welcome to Everybody Loves Reagan, the officially unofficial podcast for the Americans on FX. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we are doing our Season 3 preview. we I, I don't know about you, but I just got done watching it last night, Season 2. Uh, I'm all caught up, and I think I really enjoyed Season 2. A lot.
1: Uh, same boat. I'm in the same boat as you, man. I thought... Yeah, a lot of people say that Season 2 is much stronger than Season 1. Uh-huh. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I mean, I obviously agree with that. I think the season 2 is a little bit more sharper, a little bit more focused. I think so. Um I can't really say dark because so much of this stuff is dark and fucked oh, up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they're the inter- interpersonal rela- right. the the, the murders the least of it. The interpersonal relationship <laughs> stuff that's going on here. Oh yeah, the way they're twisting
0: up Stan really messed you know, up. That that's pretty crazy. Uh so how I don't know what your history is with season 1. Like how long ago did you watch season 1 versus season 2?
1: Um, I can't remember. I don't really okay. remember because I I remember being into it for a few episodes when it first came out, and then we had the yeah. commissioned podcast where we watched the first two episodes, and it got me really excited to get into it. Mm-hmm. And essentially, in the last two months, starting around just before Christmas, I started marathoning—not even marathoning, just trying to get it here and there. At season one. I have had to inhale season two because it <laughs> caught up with me. I've been doing two and three a night. Yeah, me too. Uh, for however long, you know, since since like Sunday.
0: Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Going into season three it will be nice and fresh in my mind. Sure. Uh, I saw season one like a year ago. Forget most of that. But <laughs> season two, I've got it. Okay. I've got it. Uh, so I'm super excited for season three. Um, there are some things that I wanted to talk about kind of with the characters and where they're at now where you hope or think they might be going, stuff like that. Sure. The usual preview stuff. Uh, Let's start off with Stan, because Stan was, as usual, a big part of last season, and his whole plot was kind of turning him to the Russian side of things, uh, trying to get him into a counterintelligence position for them. Yeah. What did you think about that plot, and how do you like where they left it?
1: I don't know. So this might be controversial. My least favorite part of the show is Stan. Holy shit. Yeah, that's I, controversial. I thought Stan was first of all, um, the guy to play Stan. Do you know his name? Uh
0: fuck. He uh Dr.
1: Jenner. Dr. Jenner. Stan <laughs> is like this kind of nothing of a character to me. He's okay. got a bland affect. I don't find him menacing. Uh, I don't find him sexy. Yeah. I don't find him as a very... I know he's kind of shut down and emotionally unavailable. Him falling for Nina, I found... I just think he's an idiot. I'm, gl- I, I'm kind of
0: relieved that he pulled back from the precipice, but he's... But it, she was a traitor at first. She yeah, was a traitor. You're going to fall did. in
1: love with a goddamn traitor too? No. <laughs>
0: Okay, I can buy that. Like, it'd be then one he should have known better. Yeah.
1: It'd be one thing if he had a Martha situation with her where him feeding that Stancock just had her on the leash.
0: The heart wants what the heart wants. But Aaron. it was the
1: other way around. Like, I thought in season one, yeah. they very clearly communicated at one point a Khaleesi moment where it's no longer Khal Drogo fucking her. It's now her fucking him. And yeah. he is just mesmerized by the pussy. And I found that just incredibly hard to believe. And then. Then okay. seducing him and right. giving him just a little bit of documents and a little bit of documents. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Like I felt like that was credible. They have him dead to rights already, giving him documents. Sure, but they want something super big from him because he could be, uh, he could be counter spying on them, right? He could be working with Nina still. She could Plus, be a traitor. That's a very big fear for them. It it it, it feels like that, and this, he's giving them nothing. He's giving them small potatoes. Documents it, on a particular agent and the the goings on of him.
1: It's still okay. So. I think where this is going to go is that somehow Martha is going to get implicated into the document theft. I think so, yeah. And did you know that when Sam – or not Sam – when Sam was having this dream that uh, he observed Martha stealing documents –
0: that was part of the so, dream, okay. yeah.
1: And and Alan huh. Seppenwol asked him. It's like you know, it seems like he's subconsciously aware that this is going on. And the creators yeah. were given the coy, like, "Oh, is not an interesting kind of response." So, mm-hmm. I feel like that that's definitely going to pay off and complicate. Um, I feel like it's one of, life.
0: Yeah, one of the more interesting ways for them to go. And That's the only reason I said it. I didn't realize that he had a dream about it. I mean, I but no, I mean, I I stand just seems like a buffoon
1: after the whole nina in fact everyone that has gotten the vapors for nina i don't get like oleg she is at this point a triple agent and i get it that she's really hot and she's that's the thing
0: there's this like this idea of the fetish of the russian this the super hot russian spy and that lifestyle is so uh taboo and it's just interesting and I feel like they're kind of leaning into that a little bit with the Americans. I, mean, I don't know with, where with Stan. I don't yeah. know
1: where they go with her. I mean, I, I know they I, go to Russia, where she's probably <laughs> killed
0: for being a traitor.
1: I don't know That's because <laughs> she is a she's a magnetic presence on the screen.
0: Yeah, and the other spy, the guy, the science and tech guy, he came in and he kind of tried to make a case to Arcady for her. Like, look, she's done everything she can. If this goes south, it's not her fault. Well, like the, but, but he didn't buy that. He was like, "This is coming from over my head." What was the guy that she betrayed in
1: season one, and
0: and implicated him in some kind of
1: spying? He got sent back to the the motherland, Vasily, and now and he's I, I, with I he's kind of supervising Anton, the other kind of uh, the the Russian Jew that they kidnapped. It's the um, mathematician. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's clearly a life after America for characters that are shipped overseas it's just a question of what are they going to do with her that's interesting yeah if anything
0: i don't know that she even needs to come back honestly i felt like you know stan in the end resisted resisted the temptation uh he chose country over nina and they can leave it there as far as i'm concerned
1: i don't know i was hoping that stan i was hoping that stan would become a double agent and that it, the shift, the focus would shift to Gad, Agent Gad, John Boy. Yeah, he did momentarily. And and I thought that he's a much more interesting. I for some what's reason is I believe John Boy Walton is a more menacing, competent character than yeah. Doctor Jenner.
0: John Boy, his boss. Is that who you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. I don't get the reference. But it's the, okay. there's
1: a show that sickling a sickening sweet family show called The Waltons that was popular when I was a kid, and he played John Boy, one of the one of the
0: uh, the offspring of the Waltons. Okay. All right. Uh, fine. I mean, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting whatever they do. They have okay. a, a knack for telling interesting stories here. And I didn't have the same problem about him kind of falling for the Russian spy.
1: How, uh, do, you, how, how do you think the change of the geopolitical scene helps or hurts this show? When this show was launched, Russia was, you know, uh, the, we're far from Rocky Four. Russia is our friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um you know they're mostly known for their hackers and their eccentric billionaires buying nba teams at this point yeah and then putin (laughs) yeah it got amazingly putiny up in here and i can't tell russia's back to being kind of the bad guy
0: yeah i don't i don't honestly know how much of that is media hype and how much of that is him actually being an asshole uh you know the stuff where they're like oh making fun of him because he runs around with his shirt off who gives a fuck Right. right right um so, like, I don't know how much, how seriously to take this whole image of Putin as an instigator and this asshole renegade guy. Um, now that said, that is certainly the image of him, and I feel like that lends another layer of interest to this whole story. One thing: I like, thought, how are the people writing this story in present time going to in, be influenced by that? One thing
1: I thought was interesting because it's always. When I'm watching the show, I find myself rooting for Philip and Elizabeth and worrying with them, and then they murder yeah. some young kid at a military camp, or <laughs> some poor computer technician, uh-huh. and you realize... Some cook in a kitchen. ...that not only are these guys brutal killers, but also they work for the what we would call the enemy. Yeah. And I think it's interesting how the show does a very good job of isolating the characters from that natural jingoism, because... When they're talking term like like that um Arkady, Arkady and yeah. Oleg and Nina are Russians. Oh yeah. They're Russians. There's linen all over their shit. There's <laughs> hammers and sickles. They are they're uh-huh. they're using a hammer and a sickle to type up their report somehow. Philip and Elizabeth and the other illegals, it's the center and we're doing this for the world and they almost and never speak make, russian they never speak russian they yeah. never mention russian they never talk about doing it for they talk about disliking Reagan. Right? but hell lots of people in the 80s hated reagan and thought he was a hypocrite and the whole sure, iran sure. contra stuff and yeah. you know th- this touching on a lot of stuff that is not too out there and oh, yeah. it's interesting that the most ideologically pure russian agents never use that term and i think that's a way that to show you kind of firewalls our patriotism it so it doesn't bleed through and we we just start throwing you know rotten tomatoes and cabbages at the screen. Sure. Now, it's
0: it's easy to imagine them as just a wholesome American family, right? Right. And I wonder, that's what they pretend to be.
1: I mean, it's hard to find, I guess, in the English-speaking world. Like I wonder how this show plays in Eastern Europe differently than it does in sure. like, you know, Western Europe because it's hard to find like I'm thinking it's like, well, I wonder what Dean in Australia thinks about or if she has that consideration cuz she's an Aussie, but Mm-hmm. The Cold War was all the Anglo-American powers and Western Europe versus you know Eastern Europe and the Soviet Union and China, and it's like
0: yeah, and they also like to bring up you know the idea that America is kind of great in its own way. You know they slip that in every once in a while. Oh, Philip has his doubts. Maybe I should become just an American. Can't Stop get this Russian sweet, stuff.
1: Can't get a sweet ass Camaro
0: right in right? Russia. Yeah, it, everything is so much easier here, uh, and then you know Elizabeth will have her turn on that train, and it's like, right? It, I feel like that's the writers slipping stuff in that r- true Russian spies would never say, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's in inter- this era,
1: I'm, I'm, um, I, I love it because I was a huge fan back in my younger days of Tom Clancy, and yeah. this is just all in his wheelhouse. This era, this uh, very. Oddly respectful way of dealing with the Russians and giving them credit as you know dangerous adversaries and intelligence uh, people with uh, uh-huh. the three dimensional people that aren't mustache twirling villains. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know, and I think it's it's terrific that way. But I also think they're doing a very good job of you know making it easy as possible to relate and to root for Elizabeth and Philip.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: One of the things I thought was great about season two and why I think it's clearly better, although not like a quantum leap. It's not like season two justified. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But one thing I think is great is they actually got a worthy foe. I never
0: took Mm, Stan serious
1: and Larrick. Okay. Larry can fight. In fact, might have been better. Like Larrick might have taken Philip and Elizabeth alone. Or honestly, they would have been dead, dead men and women if it wasn't for was it Jeremy. What is his name? Uh, I don't Russian know. Russian spy kid. Yeah, yeah. The second generation illegal. Um I, I feel like that they would have been um hamburger. And I loved I I loved the fact that he was essentially the good guy in American eighties action hero movie.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Think about <laughs> it. These these shadowy guys oh, had screwed him over and they'd killed his brothers he's and gonna he's their revenge. He's tracking him down from the low level to the high level, and then he got to the main bosses <laughs> and we were robbed of our happy ending. Yeah. I mean, that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger flick. Yep. Uh, yep. That, Just told from that's the That's a other Stallone side. flick. That is uh, a, a much better Van Damme flick. <laughs> I, I loved everything about his character. I thought he was awesome,
0: and he kicked ass. He was gay, too, right? Uh, the actor or the character? The character. Oh, yeah, they found him outside that club uh, under the stairs banging that dude. It's another one of those things where... But I wasn't sure if that was... <laughs> really part of the deep setup cover or
1: yeah like <laughs> deep deep cover uh-huh. but but i like the fact that those handled like the wire Shame like you. you know you saw um uh what what is the rawls rawls is just in a gay bar at one point um in the yeah, background yeah. and it's like oh yeah it's like you know open your eyes it's a, a larger world sure um i thought his character's great and i'm interested to see who's going to be the big bad next year because he hmm. is going to be hard to replace you can't just find a navy seal captain with badass counterintelligence and counter espionage tactics and brutally efficient hand-to-hand and weapon skills and that you could believe could hack into a phone system and and roll a whole terrorist cell from or uh, uh, a spy cell from the ground up uh-huh. those are hard to come by and i don't know whether like stan and um gad are going to become like the voltron of the fbi (laughs) and combine and be the the one bad or what please
0: put bruce willis in the next season (laughs) please season three uh no it looks like from judging from the previews i saw that there will be a fairly famous actor in there i can't fuck i can't remember his name or anything he's been at the moment uh the the older guy who is kind of shown from a behind his head profile shot Okay. I know who you're talking uh, I, about. I can't think of his name. Anyway, um so what did you think about the second generation illegal stuff? Cuz I myself felt like maybe it was unveiled a little too quickly, like all of a sudden out of nowhere.
1: I thought it was great. I thought that that's exactly how it would work. It was so compartmentalized that the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. Yeah. And it also justified some of the expressions that the kid was making.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: when, like, Elizabeth was telling him good things about his family, they, they mm-hmm. started this fairly early on, a couple episodes out, where he oh, would yeah. make, like, a funny face. It got progressively stronger the more close you got to the reveal until he finally is like, look, you don't know my parents at all. Yeah. And he started spewing out, you know, all of the lies and stuff that, you know, supposedly the the center had told him. And the fact that yeah. you found out that he killed his whole family, that was it really was fucked up. And that... Young actor was so good in that death scene. Yeah, I of, so of too. Of making that confession. I just
0: was just jaw on the floor. I was blown away. I Even though I felt like, you know, they they rushed it a little bit with the reveal, uh, I th- I thought that was an amazing plot line. Um, it made a lot of sense. And then to turn that around and say, okay, Philip and Elizabeth, now you have this exact choice to make. Go ahead and make it. Mm. Uh, season three, they're going to have to choose what to do with Paige. And it seems like... <laughs> As usual with this show, Philip and Elizabeth are on opposite sides of it, right? Philip is very much like, no way will our daughter become a spy, and Elizabeth is kind of waffling a little bit. At the end, she's like, well, what if, what if she did become a spy? Would it be the worst thing ever? I mean, everything she's... Keep her, it would keep her out of church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what she's worried about. Everything she's saying is true. But... Everything they're both saying is true. I think it's just a tough decision to make. Yeah, and I like no, seeing them put in that tough position.
1: The, and that's the thing. There's really no good option here. Yeah, if you are a Russian illegal intelligence agent, um, and that you have a, ch- you have children, because sure. I thought this ep- this season made it very clear that this is a situation that cannot continue like Paige is already calling bullshit on this whole thing she's not Uh sure exactly what her family's up to but they're up to something and she's starting to spy and you know a a few more months and years of practice and she's going to come on something big and then what do you do she's
0: gonna go full emo uh she's just gonna (laughs) rebel to the point where there's no coming back right and i mean
1: there's a couple places this show could go like assuming it runs for more seasons like you know it would it'd be interesting this if the kids reject your identity. This is an all-in thing. Like, okay, we're Russian agents, honey. What <laughs> if she says, okay, and then goes to the police? Do you kill your daughter? Sure. That's a good question. And, and, and are you more committed to the cause or to your children? And I think that with Stan... That's the crux of it. Well, I mean, there's some feedback about that, so maybe we'll wait. But I okay. think... I'm not sure. I kind of thought at the end of this episode when they talked to Claudia played by the great uh, Margot Martindale, that Elizabeth was finally on the same page, that, like, look, the one thing we agree on is our children are, you know, mm-hmm. off-limits. This is a line in the sand that we have drawn, and that's where the center can't intrude into four walls of our home. We will risk our family. Yes. We will risk ourselves.
0: But then she she flip-flops again. At the very end, doesn't she go to Philip in the dining room and say, you know, what if?
1: Yeah, then that's what I'm saying like she's on the I thought fence. thought that she still. was there, and then now okay. she's still she's kind of on the fence, or maybe getting off the fence onto the, you know, page as a spy kid direction. I don't uh-huh. I don't know <laughs> what I. So this show is willing to go to pretty fucked up areas. Yeah. There's a couple things I want to talk about as far as maybe some theories that could be a little out there, but I think that it's not unwarranted with what the show has shown us so far about Paige. I thought when she went to the arrest me rally for nuclear peace, Uh that when the preacher came over to talk to her, that he got in a, maybe not inappropriately, but I think the way the camera moves were, and the way that the narrative structure we as an audience were supposed to think that he was being a little
0: handsy with her. That's the reading I got. Yeah. And well, and that she didn't quite understand that. Right. No, it wasn't offended by it or anything, but I, I
1: felt like that we were to get the idea that she was being groomed. Yeah. Um, and this ties into a little bit of what we saw Philip do later, where he almost came in to kill the guy, uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, wearing his real face, no less. Yeah. Uh, that's something that could get Philip in a lot of trouble. Like if he were to do something like this and he'd become aware of it, I think this preacher's a dead man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally believe that. Um, do you, so, so you got that same impression?
0: Yeah. I got the impression that he was getting uh, a little grabby. Just, okay. just like he was testing the waters of that. Sure. Again, grooming. With, That's... Yeah, with with Paige, and then she didn't. She didn't register that. She just looked at him like, oh, okay. So okay, I'm glad you're following me there so far
1: because the other linchpin is when uh other Russian spy kid, who I'm calling Jeremy because why not.
0: Wait, other Russian spy kid is Jared. You were right.
1: It's Jared. Okay, yeah. Jared. Mm-hmm.
0: So Jared was recruited
1: by his pa- under behind his parents' back. Yeah. by Kate, mm-hmm. a, an attractive redhead that was grooming him into being a spy. Couple. She was getting stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and and he thought that they were going to be a couple, and they were going to change the world, and there was some kind of psychosexual thing going on there. Yep. I have this crazy two o'clock in the morning one night when I was Marathon in theory that (laughs) this Christian group is actually a very deep undercover attempt to groom Paige in a similar way to Jared being groomed. And this preacher is going to be the Russian guy and he's Mm. going to try to form some kind of psychosexual bond with her and transfer her allegiance to Jesus and all that to mother russia yeah. or maybe it will that will it, that, that will be the cause that she thinks she's
0: serving when all the time it's going to be the center <laughs> Do you... supporting evidence throughout the season they are talking a lot about how they get them young you know and now you could view that as them setting up the second generation illegals yeah. or you could view that as even deeper saying that this guy is part of it
1: and i think the center has learned from this deal with jared that um they need to be a little bit more subtle about having a backdoor strategy well actually they didn't learn from jared because what they learned is from jared's parents refusal to allow him to be used that way yeah they're like oh shit now we got to go buy his parents back we need to plan for that in the future yeah and i thought it was suspicious back was it season in season one where she's following up about the her great aunt that she's never heard of
0: yes um no when, it was season two sorry when she was it driving was the on.
1: bus back mm-hmm. and this christian girl approached her and i i thought at the times like oh this is this is the center they are co-opting Paige to kind of distract her yeah and then and, it turned out to be a religion thing and it turned out to be a religion thing but then when i started seeing the preacher getting handsy and and the fact that they are recruiting these spy kids i'm starting to think this is going to be one of the hooks i'm convinced that, that would this, be a
0: really good reveal for season yeah. three, I think.
1: I'm I'm convinced that there
0: is something to
1: that. That they that I is wonder if their... he is
0: the big bad of next season. Ooh. Would that be interesting? Have a Russian spy who has assembled a congregation of kids to indoctrinate them into <laughs> into Russian spyhood. I don't know if there's a whole congregation. That would be a little much. But I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's the big uh, bad. All right, all right. And I, I don't okay. buy him as a physical match. I, I don't know. I kind of hope you're right on aspects of that, though.
1: But then, like I, I said, I, I didn't take Kate seriously at all. Yeah. She was such a lightweight compared to Claudia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Margo Martindale brings and, a and lot they, to the role. And Philip and
1: Elizabeth had such obvious disdain for her and her youth and inexperience and all this. Turns out she uh-huh. seemed to be quite competent. She smoked sure. lyrics um, break in out. Uh, she got a coded message out. Um, she remained yeah. strong under torture. Um, so she was made out of sterner stuff. It. I kind of thought maybe that they were hinting at that when Philip came in. And of course, he just thinks Philip is some suburban dad. But the way that guy played that was just super confident that Philip wasn't going to do anything to hurt him. He had this the preacher yeah he was okay. he didn't act even a little bit afraid, like I get it that you know a really good Christian is prepared to die in the cause of faith at all times, yeah but yeah, yeah. when the rubber hits the road, I think more than a few of them wet their pants when <laughs> someone comes in with black leather gloves and a head of steam like that, and he just was yeah. like Philip gets in his face screaming, yelling, he just had that that sneer on his face the whole time there's
0: something something to him, yeah, I think you're right, I hope you're right anyway, I think okay. that'd be interesting um. Are they also doing a little bit here to compare the uh ideologies of religion to the ideologies of these spies like that that being instilled in page is something that they were so resistant of because they were they viewed it as the same way they were treated when they were young hmm being indoctrinated they like to get them young that's exactly what they went through
1: right but but that's something subconscious because they, yeah, you know, wouldn't say anything bad about the center. No, they would. Obviously... They would never
0: put two and two together there. but okay. okay I feel sure, like sure. it's just ingrained in them to resist that. Sure. Because of how they feel about the way they were brought up.
1: Right. It's like you know Jehovah's Witness will t- sit there with a straight face and tell you all the ways that Scientology is crazy. <laughs> yes.
0: And, and not, not apply realizing it
1: to how many of the things they're talking about exact same thing in their experience. Sure. So sure, yeah, I I can buy that. I think that's interesting meta commentary. I also thought it was interesting how like they were so anti Jesus until they found out that Jesus was protesting American policy. <laughs> that her mom and then they started coming around on it.
0: Yeah, I also felt like she was unwilling to budge on the summer camp thing because that's where she would really get indoctrinated. But then when Paige comes to him and says, "Hey, this is something I believe in," and you know, it's a much smaller thing, and and. uh Philip had gone to her before and said, maybe we should let her go, you know? Maybe Mm. this is not the end of the world. She was kind of looking for something to say yes to to get Paige back on their side Mm. a little bit. Um, And so this was a much smaller thing for her to say yes to. So she went along with it. I think that, yeah. I was somewhat
1: surprised that I didn't see, I I thought Philip and uh, Elizabeth would get on to the church thing a little bit more Hmm. because, you know, one of the ideas that, Paige has got to rebel against something. Sure. So she's gonna rebel against her parents' weird militant atheism in an eighties suburban couple. Also, doesn't that that's kind of bad for their cover, right? Like if you're trying to be the all American hmm. family, which it seems like that's their thing to be outwardly like that. And and you're openly atheist. Yeah, then maybe you go to church. Maybe you go to church. Maybe you go yeah. non denominational or something,
0: but like mm-hmm. you need that fig leaf, right? I would I would think so. I would think that would help. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't know. Uh, What did you think about the storyline with Henry? I thought that was kind of a go nowhere storyline with him breaking into the neighbor's house to play video games. There there was a lot of stuff with computers on the rise in this this season, but that didn't really go anywhere. I thought it was interesting because they
1: are, I, I thought they were trying to go with the two aspects of their parents' double life inhabited into different parts of their children. Okay. Like, Paige is the one that would consider sneaking around and forging a signature, but ultimately decide against it. But she stands for something, and she's got these firm passions about wanting to change the world. Yeah, yeah. Henry uh, will, break, will, will do spycraft. He will observe your patterns. He will find out where you hide your key. He will sneak into your house and extract your valuable video game intelligence. Oh, man. But he doesn't what give if... a shit about
0: any cause. He's just wanting to have fun. What if they refuse to allow Paige to be a second generation illegal and so they go after Henry, who is depicted as the kid who doesn't know any better but that's the thing. in like, this season, so is the most vulnerable?
1: Yeah, I know, but I, I, that's what I think is so fascinating is that they neither one are the, the total package. Paige has got the yes. idealism, but she's too ethical um, to just wholesale like lie and betray and all that, where Henry seems to be a little bit more... Uh, ethically comfortable with bending the rules but well, they he has it, no particular ideo- ideology.
0: That's the thing. They make it a point to say he's a kid. Like Paige, Paige is smart and she's becoming an adult. She's yeah. starting to learn the world, but Henry's just a kid. Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting if they they said, "Okay, well, you're not going to give up Paige. We'll take Henry from you." So, but if they do give up Paige,
1: one thing that I'm spying in this particular show is really fucked up. And I don't have any real desire to see a child be endangered, to have a child have to be sexual, people. to have a child have to do any of the things I don't that think you can use a
0: child in spycraft that way, right? I think you absolutely can. And what you know, we, I guess, what kind of creeps are you going after, though? Jesus I Christ! I don't know. In
1: season one, there's that weird plot where they almost got molested, and then there's the handsy preacher, and I this, <laughs> this I don't like where this is going particularly. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um and I you know i don 't think there 's anything off limits when it comes to entertainment and art, but there 's a lot of things you have sure. to be a hell of a lot careful or more careful than when you 're dealing oh, with oh yeah,
0: it. and stuff that I will definitely cringe at what do you think um
1: what one of my favorite parts about this show and about the spy craft in general is the idea that everyone is different, and part you have to be such a huge range of disciplines to be a spy, you have to know. Hmm. You know, hand to hand, you have to be a marksman, you have to be an escape artist, you have to be, yeah. uh, you know, uh, think on your feet, you have to be a psychologist because you got to figure out what motivates your people.
0: But you also have to be, and you got to buy into the idea, right? You can't, and you also have to be, be such a psychologist that you talk your way out of it, <laughs> right? You have to be somewhat susceptible
1: to brainwashing too to be yeah. that fervent of a supporter of any particular cause. Uh huh. Um, and, I thought that was, that's that's super cool, and I like seeing that going forward. One thing I'm worried about is Phillips using Annalise to seduce, what was his name? Yosef? Yosef? Uh, I think it's Yosef, yeah. She, I thought she was batshit crazy in season one. <laughs> she certainly is not cut out to the, be this kind of field agent in season two. No. But she's continuing to do it, I suppose, that is going to blow up in Philip. I'm trying to think all the different ways that things are going to blow up in Philip's and Elizabeth's face. Sure. Because they I mean, they, the nature of these shows is everything gets bigger and the stakes get higher. And they've skated kind of so far without any significant loss. I kind of yeah, wish have. I'd watched this real time because I would have been in much bigger fear of Philip and Elizabeth's life. I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that they kill one or the other. Hmm. Like... That's one of the things I always respect Boardwalk for yeah, because they sure. killed off uh, uh, Jimmy. Sure, the, a main character in the show. The, the one that they were setting up to be kind of like the foil for the main
0: character. And like, honestly, the one that I liked the most, and I thought seasons three and four were worse than seasons one and two. So maybe that was a bad idea, but. Yeah, but at least something to me. That I, and, and that's
1: kind of the reason that I really. I, shows that I feel like might go that level might write, write off a major character, might kill off a Stan, might kill off of an Elizabeth or a Paige. Uh-huh. Um That separates, and, and Breaking Bad is that way too. Like I knew, you know, the main two characters probably wouldn't die, but everybody else is off yeah. pretty much fair game.
0: I feel like Stan might have the most impenetrable shield here. Really? Who do you replace him with on the American side right now? Uh, John
1: Boy, you just, Gad steps
0: up. He's right already now, more you, interesting. Really, you're more interested in him? See, I'm not. I I'm, think he's I'm still a- more invested in Stan, especially now that he has not turned traitor for his country. He stood up for his principles, uh, did what he thought was right. So we're going to be, I mean, I,
1: I just i am already rolling my eyes at thinking of watching thick ass Stan trying to unravel the <laughs> Nina web and figure out what really happened to her. And, oh, I got screwed. And then uh-huh. he'll be an avenging angel and all this other stuff.
0: <laughs> I don't know. So he's going to go to Russia and save, he's going to become a spy in Russia and we'll have the Russian spies here, the spies over there. (laughs) Uh, That that could be a nightmare. That would be interesting,
1: because that's... um, You know, a lot of the plots in the Tom Clancy movies revolve... Or the Tom Clancy books revolved around an American couple living illegally in, United, in the, 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 the the Soviet Union yeah. and doing high-level spy shit hmm. and being exactly Philip and Elizabeth, only they were the Russians instead of the Americans.
0: That could be an interesting path for this show to take as well. You know, show, show one side, show the other in both locations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, life is not simple over here for a spy. Life is not simple over there for a spy. Right. Compare and contrast. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about a little bit is kind of the main plot, of Season 2, which revolved around stealth technology, and the Russians trying to take it from the Americans, um, and a lot of intrigue along the way. But specifically, I wanted to ask you, so that storyline is not resolved. No. Do you think that that is going to be a big factor in Season 3? And, and if so, how big?
1: Well, they have to have some MacGuffin, right? Sure. And they, yeah. they didn't go anywhere with the stealth. They got one piece of the puzzle, and I'm trying to think, because the first season is kind of, you know, the Star Wars SDI stuff. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since they still have the stealth thing outstanding, they're probably just going to go back to that well. Because I'm not sure. I think so. But, but they've also had mini, little mini-quests, like the, um, the propeller technology that they stole. Side-quest. So...
0: Yeah, I like that. That was all kind of... Uh... Kind of in service of the bigger, you know, right. stealth plot. Another thing is I've
1: I've I've heard I'm not going to talk about it because there's not spoilers. But and it, also I I tried yeah. to glaze my eyes over as soon as I saw it. But mm-hmm. I heard that there are some some historical events similar to the R- Ronald Reagan attempted execution uh-huh. that are going to consume a lot of plot a lot of plot points in this season. Or at least that's my expectation.
0: Okay, I can see that. What's got to talk about? Because we actually we actually have a lot of feedback to consider. All right. Um. I guess we can go ahead and move on to that. I didn't have too much more to talk about. Well, I mean, so. I'm not don't want to rush ya. Don't, I mean, don't wanna I, with, you. Don't don't want to get your Russian, Jim. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I'm defecting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so with that propeller thing that you mentioned, mm-hmm. I kind of like that because it makes you question whether or not the intelligence they're going to get on this stealth stuff is even going to work. Well, you know? also, I don't know like, that we got the, the real story behind that prop, either. You might be right. Maybe because that is not what happened, because the science and tech guy seems to cast doubt on it, right? Yeah, he's like... They put it on a ship two sizes too big, and... And they they ran
1: it way too fast, and it was supposed to test six yeah. months, and they did it in three weeks, and it's like, are are the props really... That's a fair question. They're feeding their people to get them all whipped up, because, boy, it sure did piss off Philip and Elizabeth.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that that is a fair question. Um, so I, I don't know. I felt like, you know, that was there to make us question whether this stealth stuff is also going to work. Sure. Um, and, and they make a point of saying, you know, we got to get the angles just right. We need this echo software. Uh, could the scientist who's been dragged against his will into Russia now give them false plans, give them bad information?
1: Because he sure as shit isn't happy about being over there, even no, though he he's is doing not. the work because I guess it's. You know, if you're stuck in hell, you might as well do a crossword puzzle, is his, yeah. his take on it, mm-hmm. and enjoy the warm bodies that they put in your bed. Um, he's a complex thing, and that's another reason for why I think they're going to stay at the stealth, because they've invested so much into getting him, and like all the side quests kind of built up to the ste- te- stealth technology, infiltrating Yeah. Um, the ARPANET, or is DARPA? Is DARPA? Uh, it's, it's ARPANET, but it's ARPA, also okay. DARPA. <laughs> DARPA, ARPA, <laughs> Dharma.
0: It's yeah, all about tattooing egg. shark tails is what yep. it's all about. Polar bears on an island. Mm-hmm.
1: Good to go. Yeah, it makes sense to somebody in Moscow. Um, right. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, then we're ready for feedback, yeah? Okay, yeah. If you want to give us more feedback, you can send it to the Americans at BaldMove.com, or you can get on our forums at forums.BaldMove.com. we got a whole American forum where you can discuss spoiler and non-spoiler stuff. You can go on Facebook.com slash BaldMove or tweet at Jim at BaldMove. Uh, A couple of thoughts that we got from all those different sources I've cobbled together. Uh, Elisa, you wanted to know if I can start watching with this season or I'll miss out. Some Mm. shows I sometimes advocate just jumping in and you'll do fine. I think, you know, Justified is a perfect example of that show. Okay. Uh, You might miss some subtext, but there's not, there's so much archetypes and it's so much emphasis on action and coolness that I think it's more accessible. Mm Mm-hmm. This show is not one of those shows.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think
1: you will miss so much context and so much stuff has gone on between the, the main characters and their unique lives as a couple. And you'll have so many questions about... I mean, my God, Philip's secret family is like... <laughs> you imagine if you just sit down and you just like, well, oh, here's Martha. Mar- yeah, and, and <laughs> why does she accept that? And why is she still... I mean, there's so much stuff you just don't know.
0: Yeah. I, they did a pretty good job of kind of explaining what happened with Nina and Stan in season two. Hmm. Uh, so I mean, maybe if they try to do a little bit better job on kind of rounding out those plots a little bit more in season three. And if you, you
1: have a, a you person able to. like, you know, if you're in a rare situation that you've got a friend that could kind of Sherpa you through it, the way you can watch yeah. it with them. Yeah. Um, I find it sometimes easier to jump into that, where if you've got someone that you can actually say, what the hell's going on? And they can give you like a (laughs) 30-second explanation, then you move on. Now, that
0: guy used to be a spy, but then he was turned by a spy who made him a spy for the other spies. Right. And this kid is a spy who killed his spy parents. (laughs) Yeah, it gets complicated. (laughs) It gets complicated.
1: Um, Dave McBee said, I think The Americans is a very good show, but I think this will be the season that defines whether this will become a great one. Page is becoming increasingly annoying as the season has moved along, but not quite Dana <laughs> Brody levels of annoying, but not too far behind. Mm-hmm. Having her learn the truth might not be the best idea early in the season. I think Stan needs to get closer to finding out about the Jennings, and if this comes from Paige, then I'm all for it. I don't agree on uh, Dave's take about Paige. I didn't find her annoying at all. I found her a realistic teenager that was a great
0: foil for her parents. You know, I'm glad they took a couple of episodes in the middle of the season and did nothing with her because I was starting to get tired of her, not annoyed with her, but just tired of her plotline getting sure. in the way of kind of the main cool spies plotline. Yeah, I'm really glad they took a couple episodes off, and then when they came back, I was refreshed and ready to go again with her. Uh, D says,
1: I hope Philip and Elizabeth bring Paige into the fold. The girl needs a cause. Other than that, I have no opinion. I just love everything to do in the show, and I'm ready to roll with it. Um, you know, I expressed concern about Paige being a spy kid and what all that might entail, and what that yep. would mean and what that would mean to her relationship with Danny uh or no it's not da- who's their what's their youngest kid Henry. Henry yeah i i don't know i don't know i'm kind of with David B and i think it'd be interesting if she ends up being a double agent for Stan or something along those lines okay or if huh. or if they go down the Jesus route where she's actually flees to that to get away from her parents and that ends up winds up what, what's co opting her. I think that's interesting as well, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that be super interesting? Her parents say, yes, let's make her a spy. She rebels against that and ends up becoming a spy anyway. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> because I, the church guys indoctrinating her into it. I, I like
1: the kind of Chinese finger trap nature of that too. Yeah. That you are a cog in the machine, and no matter which way you turn, you're going to advance the cause. Sure. Brian Jay said, we know from Elizabeth One that thoughts of defecting or in some way betraying the USSR do not sit as easily with Elizabeth as they do with Philip and, in fact, drove a wedge between them. But I can't see yeah. that being pre- uh, pressurized into making Page and Henry second generation spies that will sit well with either of them. To that end, do you think that they may, we may start to see Elizabeth getting on board with defection or will Philip have to move back into the Bates Motel? Where is the end game mm. in the show? Is the end game that they both die? <laughs> is the end game Glassnost? Do we stick with this until like tensions? You know, they they start doing, they get Gorbachev in there, and they start opening mm. up, and there's the Trust but Verify
0: and Strategic Arms Act and tear down this wall, and I I don't know if they can get that far in what I hope to only be like a five season show. Yeah, it feels that,
1: five seasons to me. Although yeah. I'll know a lot more after this season
0: yeah yeah even uh, for, I mean maybe, uh, but that's even a four. lot of ground to cover, yeah, in that few of seasons
1: is the I, end game them dying is the end I game don't think so them being a happy spy family is the end game nope. them
0: defecting I think it's probably going to be them defecting to the United States that's my guess right now, with yeah. both parents alive because now they've I don't know, that's the way Philip was leaning in season one. I feel like if they came back around to it, it would be okay yeah i don't know if I... F- that would be the happy American ending. How about that?
1: Yeah, and I <laughs> don't know that that fits in well with the show because so far, sure. no one sure. gets a happy anything. You're right. You're right. Like, just when Elizabeth and uh, um, Philip were starting to click you know, we had the ill-advised reenacting of the Martha sexual animal fantasy (laughs) that traumatized Elizabeth, and then there was a, now they've got the conflict between what to do with Paige, so it's like, he's a beast in bed, what are you gonna do, man? (laughs) Beast mode activated. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. Let's move on to Bean O.D. from Wisconsin. He says, I can't wait uh, for this to come back, and you guys, podcasting is icing on the cake. My hope for the season is that Philip corrects Paige, or sorry, protects Paige and maybe convinces Elizabeth to put their family first instead of the country. I would like to see a struggle between them and within themselves, which is more important, the family and their children, or the duty to their country? I think it will be so fascinating watching them wrestle with that question this season. Uh, you know, that how interested a... are you in the moral struggle in these characters?
0: Uh, I'm pretty interested in that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying the spycraft stuff. I think there's a lot of awesome stuff throughout the series, but more than that, it's got to be a struggle of characters, and I think this is a fine way to do it. Right. Uh, and, and that. So I like kind of the stuff they're doing with Stan for a couple of reasons, and I want to talk about this earlier, but I didn't get to it. Um, at the end of the season, Stan has lost, lost both his wife and his lover, uh, all for the cause, right? Sure. Um. It seems to me like if you're going to portray both sides sympathetically here, which I think the Americans kind of tries to do more often than not, uh, you might have that same situation play out with Paige and uh, her parents hmm. and possibly Henry, too. I mean, they, they might have to give up more than they want to for the cause. Yeah, like not ever like getting Page. a video game machine. <laughs> yeah, like the Intellivision. Who the fuck cares about the Intellivision? In three years, the Nintendo is about to come out. You'll be fine, kid. Longer than that. Nintendo's 88 or 87. 85. 85. Seriously? Yeah, in huh. in America. 82. It's already out this time in Japan. Holy shit. And we were yeah. putting
1: up with the 2600s and the For three years.
0: Thank Atari for that, because they fucked the uh, the video game world up for a while. Oh, well.
1: Anyway. Uh, Tom G. Or no, sorry. Jud B. said, "Can you guys devote a good segment of the preview podcast to discussing how the hell Philip is balancing all these acts—husband to Elizabeth, good father question. to Page and Henry, husband to Martha—all?" Different personas and outfits while still running a travel agency. Don't forget best friend to Stan. Maybe potentially (laughs) only friend to Yeah,
0: Uh, That's the point of season two. They are doing a terrible job juggling this, right? They're constantly ignoring their kids. He says, how is this possible? None of these things take
1: away from my enjoyment of the show, but I find myself wondering how this man balances this act. He Don't Paige and Henry wonder where their dad is at night? Doesn't Martha find it strange that her husband is gone more often than he's home? So... What I tell myself in my head canon, and I feel like the show has tried to remind us of this, is that we're in a unique phase of this agent program, and they're asking progressively more and more and more from their agents. Yeah. That what happened last season might be a lifetime of accomplishments for your average agent, but because of the stealth technology because Reagan is trying to bury them under a mountain of debt... And because we're at the literal height of the Cold War, they are like throw caution to the wind, mm-hmm. and they are bur- literally burning their assets like so much wood.
0: Uh, you're right. You're so, right about that.
1: And it's it's you're starting to see the strain and the stress. Where maybe every month or two, your parents have to pull an all nighter or go out of the country to scope. That's that's something any kid would would understand.
0: Yeah, you have to do that every week. And Paige questions that, right? There's a there's a scene sure. where. Um, her mom has to go out in the middle of the night because, according to their story, a bunch of clients, like, lost a reservation and they need to book them hotels and stuff. Yeah, and she's like, whatever. And she calls bullshit on that, yeah. which she has the right to do. Right. Um, But but they're showing, I think, that, yes, that would be a very easy thing for them to do. They could do it from home, from their phones. Uh, So the travel agency is actually pretty easy for them to run. They have mm-hmm. a lot of people under them just kind of running things for them. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty hands-off, so they don't really have a day job. Spying is kind of their night-slash-day job, and then their kids are secondary. Sure. Certainly. Uh, I also think, as far as
1: the Martha situation, this happens not all the time, but with surprising regularly, the regularity that people have secret families. Really? Yeah, that's I mean it it's how do it's, you do that you get a woman that is with a cover story where you're a businessman and you can only be home on the weekends Wow and then you tell your other woman that you only can be home on Mondays through Fridays that you got to travel for your job on the weekend and <sighs> you uh, just compartmentalize your lifestyle and with the right amount of grooming of the of the women and men and children involved everyone goes along with it because it's what's normal Wow. Okay, so, you know that's the thing that Philip has always said, like, "Hey Martha, this is the man you married." I didn't make it any secret that I was a counterintelligence agent, and I got an important job, and I'm saving the world, and Can't all this have other kids, stuff, all that stuff, yeah. And I'm, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Martha, because I think they've done a very good job. And man, that's what's so fucked up about this show is like Elizabeth shows up as his older sister and t- swaps sex stories with her.
0: Yeah, that's creepy. And then
1: wants to relive the sex stories. Like, there's just some shit that's wrong about this. Oh yeah, about this show. Yeah, which is kind of like you know you watch it <laughs> with you watch it with your, your kind of your fingers half covering <laughs> your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I to me, the kids are explainable that this is an unprecedented wave of activity that they've had to do, mm. and that the Martha is just. Um, it hasn't had enough of Philip's shit that she's had to put up with yet, and also that his cover stories
0: works very well. Also, well, she's although, she's kind of swooning over this guy, right? Like, oh yeah, they've made it a point to say, oh well, she's not a very attractive woman; guys aren't really after her, which is funny. So, because so when Clark comes in, she's not a double bag tin shot to no, Scott she, like, She's like only
1: in fucking Hollywood. Uh huh. Can I take you right. to Walmart sometime? <laughs> Can I take you to Walmart sometime in Eastgate, Ohio? And show you some real tin shots of scotch, double bag of specimens.
0: Yeah, she's she's not. Uh, and now I forget where I was going with that. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, I, you know, it's kind of like um, Stan in a way. Mm. You no, know? I mean Stan himself is unsatisfied in his marriage, so he's going off with Nina. But well, she's kind of gullible in the same ways. What do you think about Martha knowing that he's
1: wearing a wig? Like that's that. Well, she I thought, just thinks
0: that that's you know he's vain or something.
1: Yeah, but when you're married, like that's the kind of thing. Like I want to see what you really look like and what uh, yeah, and yeah. how is Philip going to hot foot is well this is the way I am Martha. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here with that shit. I I thought Philip's so so cool though. I mean he he doesn't he never cracks right. Plus he's got I mean he's does a lot of like classic abuser techniques with Martha. Uh, he gaslights the shit out of her. Yep. Uh, he puts her down and undermines her confidence and then builds her back up when it's okay. Like, that's really uncomfortable to watch him do this to a human being. Sure. It's just really, that, that, that adds another May- level of ickiness to it all. Yeah. And then that's, that's kind of how they roll with everybody. I mean, you got to know when to baby talk. You got to know when to smack him in the face. You got to know when to be tough, when to threaten, when to cajole. That's part of the show's charm, but it's also a part of the show's ick factor. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Tom G., our uh, friend from Volkswagen. I hope the timeline makes it to 1984 so that Philip and Elizabeth get to the point of the release of Red Dawn. Henry will love it. <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> will have an aneurysm. Go Wolverines.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. That would yeah.
1: be awesome. Because I, the Trekkie inside of me, the Trekker... Um, mm-hmm had a real thrill when Henry was talking about the wrath of Khan. Like, Oh, the first one sucked, but you know, the Oh, new is Star- that what he was talking about? Yeah, It's like, but Star Trek's got Khan and he was in that television show. So it might be <sighs> all right. And I'm like, yeah, kid, wait until you see you're going <laughs> to, you, if you can make it through the earworm. Yeah. You yeah. will, you will feast on the finest trek of all time. Um, I loved it. And I, I hope we get to the red Dawn Wolverines too.
0: Sure. That'd be cool.
1: Pavlov's Pavlov from Brooklyn. I hope we
0: get to Tetris. Oh. I hope we get to Tetris. Well,
1: our theme song gets there. Uh, Pavlov from Brooklyn said, I would like to get more insight into Philip and why he's still loyal to the cause. I don't know if he will ever get, uh, we'll ever get a ton of backstory on Elizabeth and Philip, but I understand Elizabeth's devout ideology more than Philip's, given how conflicted he has been since the beginning of the show.
0: Well, Philip struck me as loyal to Elizabeth. I mean, yes, he's, he's mostly loyal to his country. He has you know, uh, brushes with defecting. How did he get started? I mean, we know... But he loves Elizabeth. He really does.
1: Yeah. We know a little bit about his backstory. We found some more in season two about him having to, you know, run for bread or soup and getting beat up by bullies and stuff like that. I don't know how that makes you a real big fan of the Soviet Union, but whatever. Um
0: but that, that's the thing. I also keeping thought. Him into I also thought.
1: Did you think it was sly social commentary that the Kate sent a signal of distress to her agents with an empty roll of toilet paper? When one of the big stereotypes of the Soviet Union is like Russians wait standing in line to get their allotment <laughs> of toilet paper. I, I like, didn't like no, lines I didn't wrapping around round blocks to get the the toilet paper before it's gone. Huh.
0: No, I, I didn't pick up on it, but sure. Um, I forget where I was at.
1: Oh. I think they've set up a conflict between Philip and Elizabeth. I'm continuing here with Pavlov. Um, uh, Between Philip and Elizabeth over Page really well. I just hope that it doesn't lead too much of a divide between P and E, which I don't think it will. They already did that in season one. I also hope that they are still able to bring Claudia back at some point. Apparently, they work far out from production about six months, so Margot Martindale's show... Uh, wasn't canceled until they were well in the writing Season 3, but hmm. they expressed a desire to bring her back into the story. I'm very curious to see what they do with Nina, and I'm super excited to see what Stan's, Stan's subconscious does with the knowledge of Martha stealing files. We talked about that in the dream sequence of Stan. If you look, he clearly observes Martha taking files and sticking them in her purse and smiling right to his face doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Martha's Chekhov's gun has to go off at some point. Excellent point. She's got a pistol.
0: She does in that. Drawer. Stan's not a fan, or I'm not sorry. Clark's not, not a Clark's fan. Yeah. fan. Uh. Uh-uh. Why? A... Why isn't Clark a fan? What? What is Philip afraid of here? With the gun? You
1: know, I think any spy master is afraid that their spies want to do something stupid to kill themselves or get in trouble and, and burn their effectiveness, and
0: and they'll get caught. Yeah. By. Yeah, Yeah. by proxy there.
1: Like, he doesn't want... He wants to have absolute power in this relationship. That gun is a threat to that power. Hmm. He doesn't want her to lose her security uh, 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 clearance. So if she gets caught in some kind of minor gun uh, thing, or if she... Because he sees this as an irrational fear that she's afraid of some serial killer, which he knows is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Then she could just go off and get herself killed with this gun, and then he loses this asset that he spent a lot of time and effort developing. So I guess that's where I'm going with that. Sure. Uh, But I, too, I I don't see a future for Nina in this show, but I also don't think that they are going to throw that very memorable character away. I'd be okay if they did, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't miss her. I really do like uh, Arkady and Oleg. I think they're very cool.
0: They were so adversarial at the beginning. I was like... Well, man, are they, they were, setting this up to really just be him against this guy? They're really setting Oleg as this guy with the silver
1: spoon born in his mouth, which is all true. Yeah. But he's also fucking competent. He, yes, like very when much Stan so. Dan was following him. I thought, like, well, you dumbass, you're mm-hmm. going to blow this whole operation, and, uh-huh. and it's going to be your daddy getting your. But he fucking single, like single handedly turned Stan. Yeah, and, and then and they use that kernel of the truth about you know him being against Arkady and the stuff that she'd been feeding him to just, yeah, uh, again, it didn't work. So whatever, but great, great. But it plotting. almost worked. It almost worked. And they mm-hmm. did get him to give up some state secrets. I think his hands are dirty enough that they can maybe use that as leverage to still get to him somehow.
0: Yeah, it is. I imagine very difficult to turn a spy to the other side. Uh, it seems like they just have so much to lose by doing that see, I don't think so. once you turn a spy, I think it's super I
1: think it would be super easy to turn them again, but then the 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 problem is yeah, but they never turn
0: Stan and then turn him again or try to turn him again.
1: no, you're right
0: yeah t- that initial turn like turning a spy
1: and then turning her back is pretty because they' got wouldn't be too hard, yeah, you know, but then it's just like then it seems like your fear is that they're going
0: to be a turnstile no, so, I'm talking about Stan. Okay. sure. Like that seems really hard to do. And the fact that they came so close. Yeah. I mean, he was ready to give it up. Just about. Uh he just Why had he second stop? thoughts.
1: What was it just a hero thing? What, if if Henry didn't do that dopey report, I feel on like him. it has
0: something to do with his wife. But I didn't get it. Because right around that time, you know, his wife was off with that other man sure. on a ski trip or whatever, and no, he was she, getting, she had just come back. He was a man getting emotionally pummeled. Oh, Yes, absolutely. He was kind uh, of
1: in trouble at work. He was also clandestinely in trouble at work. But he I don't know why Settodina. that
0: reinforces his love for his country there. I, do, I don't I do know why. I just don't think he could... I don't know, man. I just don't think he could do it. Like that whole... Like this is all he has left? Is that is that what he's thinking?
1: Yeah, like if... I think that if... It could have been as small as Henry didn't do the Dopey Report, if his wife had stayed with him, if the fact that losing everything at once is just incredibly hard to deal with and process and still function as a human being. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hmm. who is he if he goes and gives these secrets to the enemy?
0: Yeah, if anybody has any ideas on why exactly Stan's wife is factored into this whole uh, him not not giving up his country stuff, let me know, because I'm, I'm super curious, and I just didn't well, get
1: the it. Well, other, one other theory I'll throw into the ring is that she could be the symbol of everything that he's lost, You know, relationship with his son, relationship with his wife, um, all these personal costs he's done, not just on this one, but the time before where he's with the neo-Nazis, all these parts of his humanity, like Russ Cole style, he's given away. And if he betrays his country, it's for nothing.
0: Yeah. So that's the
1: one thing he can stand on. It's like, well, at least I did my part to whatever. Might be right about that. Might be right. All right, man. No other emails? That's it. We uh, look forward to hearing more from you people, from you personally. uh, Please send an email to americans at baldmove.com. Go to forums.baldmove.com. Check out facebook.com slash baldmove. Tweet at baldmove. Pretty excited. We'll be back. Uh, Americans airs Wednesday. We will have the podcast out on Fridays. Till then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya. bye